Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. We're all back together because I don't think we were all back together last week. It's It all blurs in so much. I can't remember when we're together, when we're not together. But I yeah. think now we are definitely 100%. I can guarantee we're together today. Yes, accurate. That's true. Until oh. next week, because I won't be here. Surprise. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> It's my nephew's birthday, so I'll be out of town. But oh, well, I guess you guys that's an can okay. have fun. Yeah, yeah that's, that's he's turning okay four. Thing. It's a big deal. So I got to be that there. That is a big deal. That and big I'm deal. making him dinosaur sugar cookies. So basically, I'm the best aunt ever. Oh, uh, let me tell you, four years old, he's definitely gonna remember everything. Totally. Yeah. He better. <laughs> I also got him a cute little fishing pole. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that'll be a memory maker right there. Good. Start him. Yeah. Start him. Start young. him early. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What is it? Give a what, what's the saying? Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man a fish, he eats for the rest of his life. Or yeah, he just gets frustrated, exactly. like like I do. Or <laughs> you go fishing with somebody else, teach them a fish, and they catch all the fish. That, there you go. That's more what happens. Yeah. In my, in my world. <laughs> um. But yeah, sorry to my number one fan. Speaking of, um, I, I haven't been able to twit uh, stream this week. I didn't stream last week because of work, and we're so busy. And so Christina has stepped in and take up my streaming uh duties so (laughs) yeah yeah so i i was i'm just too busy with uh taking photos over here so can't got that fancy new camera now you gotta use it yeah yeah which is fine you know i don't mind doing (laughs) having client work is not a bad problem so right uh, but if you were looking for me and you didn't see me there that's why christina jumped in in my place yeah, and I'll be talking about the stream a little bit too near the end, so stay Sweet. tuned. <laughs> oh, teaser. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's jump right into the news this week. So do you guys know of those little um, smartphone printers? I'm sure you guys have seen them floating around at the store and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen printers well, before. Well, no, they're like little, so if you want to print off like Instagram photos, say you like, I don't know, scrapbooking or giving your photos friends and stuff. So you can like mm-hmm. print off these photos from your phone. It's super cool. And it's like this little compact printer thing and it's like polaroid and you can shake it it's really cool i like it um well fujifilm is going to be releasing a new switch themed version of its instax mini link photo printer um so the actual printer itself is identical to the existing instax mini link but it comes the, the new one is coming in a switch inspired red and blue trim now this is the perfect thing to come out along with pokemon snap so of course there is going to be a bundle where it comes with a little pikachu silicone case and like the middle of it is cut out and so you can see like the instax logo behind it it's it's cute if you're into that sort of thing um also they're going to be releasing a new app that's designed to let you edit switch screenshots so you can add nintendo characters and then print them out on the polaroid style film and it's really easy to do i guess you just transfer the screenshots from your switch to the app with a qr code that's it. And the app has things like filters. So you can add, um, there's like 59 frames that you can choose from and like add characters from games like Super Mario, Animal Crossing, and of course, Pokemon Snap. Now the app in the new printer will be released on the 30th, but the um, actual, I, th- I think the actual bundle is coming out a little later, like in early May. And the special edition mini link is going to cost $100. Now, that's the same price as the regular printer. So I do want to mention that if you want to get film refills, 
a set of 60 is about $40. So it's definitely not cheap. <laughs> uh, $100 is a pretty big ask, I think. Um, but the Pikachu case bundle is going to sell for $20 more. So it's $120 if you want to get that cute little Pikachu, Pikachu silicone case. I almost said Pikachu. Um, but the app is going to be free to download. And that's going to be available right away on the 30th. So I think it's cute. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you're into printing your uh, your screen grabs, I guess this is cool. I mean, I think it's kind of weird. You could do this right now. I mean, you don't need this thing to print from your yeah. Switch, but no. that's cool. I mean, <laughs> I guess if this is what you're into, then yes, this is a thing that exists now and you can print stuff from it. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's a it's a printer. It's a printer. It's been around forever. I don't know. It's hard to get excited about something that costs $100 that's been in existence for you know, 50 years. Yeah. The cool yeah. part here is that the application will work with all the Instax that are out today. So like, you know, you can just download the app for free. So if you already had an Instax, cause you're like really into printing stuff, um, then you can just download the smart app, smartphone app, and then boom, you're going to go on the 30th. So yeah, that's kind of cool too. It's like, if you're buying one, you could get the switch one, but you don't have to wait. Like that's also kind of a nice thing. Um, yeah. It is. It's a cool collaboration. I mean, I think for kids, this is perfect. It reminds me of the Game Boy uh, camera webcam yeah. plus printer back in the day. And, and a lot of people had fun with this. So obviously this will be short lived because it'll only be for so long. But the in stacks will continue on. So if yeah. you, you know, even if the switch goes away and is a switch pro like later on, like you can still use your in stacks later with all the other in stacks stuff. So I like the, the website. It's actually really cool. Um, because they give you ideas so they like have like how you can like put them on the wall or you can put them on the back of your cell phone or they have them as collectible trading cards like in a collectible trading card <laughs> album so you could create your own pokedex i'm just saying yep. this is not the worst idea i've ever seen yeah it's cute i think kids are gonna love it um mm -hmm. but for the price it. point is anybody gonna be buying this for their kid that's what i'm wondering <laughs> that's a tough ask <laughs> i mean I, I do yeah. think that's tough yeah. for kids because okay let's say you're getting 60 for 40 dollars you need at least two packs at $80. Now you're looking at what, 200, maybe yeah. Yeah, $200 for the Pikachu version with two packs. So you can print like Mott said, let's say you're going to do the whole Pokedex, mm -hmm. at least some, you know, the original, um, mm -hmm. that's, that's $200 for a, a printer. Now I'm not saying that it's bad to print this stuff because I've thought it would be really cute. You know, like when all three of us were on our animal crossing Island and we are all mm -hmm. posing and stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, that could be a cute like photo, but in my mind, you're limited with this form factor, right? It's like a mm -hmm. Polaroid. It's a tiny little picture. So in my mind, I would take out my SD card, pop it into my computer, print it any size I want on my printer that I have right now on photo paper that you can get. And then I could essentially frame that if I if I wanted to, if I was so inclined. So I think it's cute. I think it's a great idea. It's just so expensive for what yeah, it is, though. Holy Very moly. Well, yeah. I think mm -hmm. people are going to buy it. There's going to you're going to have a ton of people buy sure. it. Sure. And and you know that everybody who's super into Pokemon Snap is just going to get this because they can. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute. Yeah. It's like like Mod said, it's niche. It's cute. Uh, mm -hmm. it's got Pikachu on it. I mean, that's instant yeah. buy for like half the world right there. And, you know, yeah, exactly. for, for like our wedding, we bought one of those in stacks, mini cameras and they're like yeah. 70 bucks. And it's like, a, yeah. it's a camera you're going to use once ever in your life. And the mm -hmm. film, you know, we probably spent a hundred and 
and 50 bucks between the camera and the, and the film. And we're really glad that we did. We had like a little book there and we had a little setup station where people could basically do this. But in, in real life, we had like a little Instagram frame that we made from like when we were in Bali and stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's funny because they are really expensive because it is a niche, right? And like no one else is doing this. They got to make their um, money quick. Got to make their money quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The th- I will tell you this on the prowl um, during the wedding, we were able to nab the camera for about like 40 bucks on eBay used. So you could probably find these used, the, the Instax stuff. And additionally, mm-hmm. the the um, the Instax film goes on sale all the time. You can buy them in big bundles and you can use it again for like 50% off. So yeah. if you're out That's there nice. seeking and you're, you know, go on slick deals, put a little alert on there and then sure enough, you'll you'll find yeah you'll get some deals on these things like like you said the the printer already exists so the the paper's out there now you could start buying that stuff up Mm -hmm. now (laughs) and i'm and i'm curious to see because if it's the same four factor too you may be able to start seeing just like the the pikachu you know skin that they're selling with it maybe they'll come out with other ones as standalones and then you Mm -hmm. could essentially just buy those when they come out and they didn't say that's the case mm-hmm. yet, but I would imagine if this is a hit, you're going to have other ones that you can swap off. in. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot of options out there, but I think it's cute. It's a cute idea, especially for Pokemon Snap Time. Now, something that may or may not surprise you, it kind of surprised me actually, is that Mario Kart is still crushing it in the app world i i'm i i'm i'm so surprised by this because i haven't heard too many people (laughs) playing it it has now surpassed 200 million downloads and 200 million in player spending over the past year alone now that's from april april 1st 2020 to march 31st 2021 the game was nintendo's second highest earning mobile release fire emblem of course is still number one with 163 million at the time compared to mario's which is 92 million so it's not hurting. And then Mario Kart Tour came in fourth highest earning mobile racing game over the past year. Um, it was beaten by Kart Rider Rush Plus, Tencent's QQ Speed, and CSR Racing 2. I've never heard of any of those <laughs> games. But uh, yeah, fourth overall racing game. Crazy, 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 crazy. I know Mons and I played that kind of a lot, a lot. when it first came out. Mm. But ever since then, I've just fallen off. I, I, I don't. I'm I'm shocked people are still just in it and playing it so so much. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I'm but yeah. you you <laughs> and me both, but it, yeah. it's it's doing it. And then, you know, just out of you know interest, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is third with 78 million, which is also very shocking to me. That's but crazy. you know, the Mario Kart game, Mario Kart Tour, I should say. I know they came out with a lot of events throughout the year where, but it's just like different cups. It's, it didn't add any functionality that I know of or that I've seen. Maybe the multiplayer just got really good and people are just loving that. I don't know, but it's, it's doing really well, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's good for Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Maybe people are just hungry for that Mario Kart still. Mm. (laughs) Mario Kart 9, I'm ready. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) They're they're so ready for 9. They're just like, you know what? I'll take, I don't care. I'll take Mario Kart 4. It scratches that itch for now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a good game. I I, I don't play a lot of mobile games, but I have played most of the things on the list. I do think Dragali Lost is one of the the better games. However, they didn't monetize it correctly, I don't think, compared to Fire. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, it was such a good game, and it's such a bummer that it's where it is. (laughs) It's such a bummer it's on mobile. I know. It's such a cool IP. 
Yeah, they need to really build that out into like a full size like Switch game. That yeah, would be it's so, good. so cool. And I really yeah. want that on Switch. I want a actual RPG based around that world. And it, they they don't seem to want to do that. But yeah, it's it's still holding on. It didn't do a whole lot. Twenty two million in the year, which is a lot, but it's not a lot in respect to the others. No. Yeah. Well, one place that you won't be racing will be Super Nintendo World in Japan. Because <laughs> it is closed again. It's very unfortunate. We saw this coming. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, as we obviously can see, that uh, COVID is spiking, uh, spiking everywhere around the world, which is, um, one, not good. And um, and B, we'll be forcing more things to close. Um, it's, a, it's official that Universal Studios Japan has decided to temporarily close their park. It's only been about a month or so since um, Super Nintendo World opened. Um, now, this is, of course, due to uh, the current spike in the state of emergency um, in Osaka that is happening. Uh, it started uh, today, the day that we're recording, April 25th, and it's going to be until the you know state of emergency has been lifted. Uh, they, of course, apologize for everyone. You know, um, there's um, you know new records that are being set kind of all over the the globe so this is you know see it see seeing it on uh, writing on the wall unfortunately um i was going to look at the the current uh covid map for japan and see where it's at i know that i have mm-hmm. a colleague in in um in india right now and it is pretty terrible mm-hmm. yeah, and J- japan yeah it is definitely basically almost back to the spike that it was in the beginning of the year so that i would say they're on their fourth wave currently and they're they're kind of targeting, uh, you know, five, five to, to six thousand cases a, a day over there, which doesn't sound like a lot. But historically, when you look at, at, at the the rates in Japan, that is almost at their peak. You know, when you're comparing that to India right now, which is, you know, 300 and something odd number a day, which is um, terrifying. You obviously look at the, the land mass difference as well and things like yeah. that. So but right. population in, difference. Yeah, exactly. But over in Osaka, they are. Um, pulling it down the the reason too is that osaka itself right if you actually zoom into osaka of those like six thousand cases they have one sixth of them so it's a really um big um yeah they're at their all-time peak ever so the nice thing is like osaka never really got above like they had like 200 and then they they peaked at around 600 for a few days and dropped down really low again and then they've spiked up to nearly 1300 uh again in osaka it, itself and in the territory or like the the area the region of o- osaka right so that that's that's there that includes a few other uh, little areas at least on the bing map mm. that's there so that that's why we're seeing that huge um spike there that is closing things down so you know there you have it hopefully you know people will be able to shut it down close it down get some more vaccines ramp back up um like we've seen uh, so um hopefully we're, we're there so we'll see um, but it's time. very sad yeah give it time you know stay inside, stay inside. yeah I, it's unfortunate but i think we like you said we kind of not knew but it, it seemed figured. inevitable that something happen. like that was going to happen it did seem almost too soon that they were opening it up and it's unfortunate to see you don't want to see that but it i don't think any of us are surprised to see yeah. it it's like everything when anything opens you're like eh, that's oh, are, 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 yeah are you are you, are you, are you sure about <laughs> you that? sure yeah you sure you want to do that now yeah <laughs> well onto some i guess more uplifting news for those of you lego mario fans apparently we're going to be getting a lego luigi oh, you're Yay! luigi uh, 
Uh, last week, it was actually leaked by Amazon China just before uh, Lego and Nintendo actually announced it. <laughs> it was like a big whoops. Uh, but yes, Nintendo has officially announced there's going to be Lego Luigi. The new set includes various figures, including the cutest, littlest, pink Lego Yoshi. It's so cute. I want just that, please. <laughs> Um, it will interact with all the existing Lego Super Mario sets, so that's pretty cool. And uh, the Lego set is due for release on July 9th. Mm, nice. I, these yeah. these don't do a lot for me, these Lego sets, but I do think they're cute as can be. They're a cool um, idea. <clears throat> it's a very cool idea. It's just yeah. the set itself, there's not a lot. Like I loved the Lego um, – you got it, Mots, with the, like the console and the TV, that mm-hmm. whole thing that you had where, mm-hmm. you know, it had a side scroll in Mario. That was awesome. That was complex. There was a lot of intricacy. There was something to it. These are not that. And I think if you mm. made, if you had to get a Lego set where you could create an actual level, like it had this so, like was more complex, that would be more interesting to me. But I think this is a cute idea for children, I guess, is the market. But uh, yeah, I think the little figurines are really adorable. The little Yoshi is really adorable and That's all so the characters. Cute. Yeah, they do do, do a great job with color. the designs. Um, but it's but other than that, it's just kind of like I, I couldn't see myself wanting this. And these sets are not cheap. It does no. add up if you were to like get all the characters and get all the different components. It's It's definitely not cheap. Yeah, I did a full review on it on my YouTubes, and that's kind of my conclusion. I thought it was really amazing, but it didn't really do much for me, and it takes a lot of room, too. Like, you can really make these courses crazy, and you can get all the sets and combine them together, but at the end of the day, I didn't really super enjoy playing it, I guess. Yes. You know, it was like... <laughs> I so just want to play Mario. If I'm going to do it, yeah. I'll just play the game, and it doesn't take up any room on my table. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Pretty crazy. That was my problem with it. So, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Well, like you said, if you could get these characters, I could see them being lined up and just kind of cute on a shelf somewhere. But if, if not, or if you're a kid that loves Lego and loves Mario, this could be for you. And now you get Luigi, which is... That's awesome. You get the whole set. Mm-hmm. Now, something I thought was really, really funny. Um, a police department in Utah found a switch. Somebody returned it to the police department. They found it at a park or something like that. And the police officers put a post on Facebook. Somehow they knew who it belonged to. They put a post on Facebook telling the people that they found their switch. But before they did that, they made a comment that said, I've been in all of your high scores and spent all of your gold coins and I'm bored now. So you could come pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) So and then later they, they also made a mention that one of the other officers got interested they leveled up your character and got some of your gold coins back so you're welcome and i just thought it was cute and funny and i hope it was true that they did beat the high scores and sell use all the gold coins but either way it was a very cute story and and this person got their switch back which is amazing it's amazing that somebody even happy ending yeah it's it's in in this day and age it's nice that somebody even returned the switch and brought it to the police that's you know that is a heartwarming story in it of itself it's just like nice to know somebody out there is still decent and brings a fan switch to the police it it does exist people it does exist so i thought it was cute and a funny story that they said i beat all your high scores (laughs) i'm bored now you can get it i'm bored get this get this thing out of my my sight like that Uh, be gone or bring me a new game anyway 
Hmm. By the way, I also bought another game because I got bored with all the ones you have. Yeah. So you're yeah, welcome. I used all your eShop credits <laughs> and bought three games. Yeah. <laughs> well, that does it for the news this week. It brings us to our top 10 bestsellers. In first place, we have Among Us. In second, Little Nightmares. Third, Monster Hunter Rise. Fourth, Pokemon Snap, the pre-order. Fifth, Minecraft. Sixth, Super Mario 3D World. Seventh, Animal Crossing. Eighth, Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Ninth, Hades. And tenth, Stardew Valley. Nice. A lot, of the, a lot of the same suspects on the list. Yeah, you could tell when the, the deals and the steals came in there because some of them are moving around a little bit, but uh, a lot of a lot of good games. It's, it's a good lineup. Gone. It's a strong yeah. lineup. So, But Pokemon Snap is in fourth, and this is the first time we've seen it up there. I don't know what date the pre-order was actually released, though. Mm. I, I think it's been floating around for a little bit, but yeah. I, I well, think it, there, I don't know if there's a lot that you get with pre-orders, so I don't. A digital pre-order to me is odd. Unless you're getting something, who cares? Why? Like, I mean, maybe it's downloaded ahead of time. So, but I think you could do that the day before, right? So, I think next week we're going to see that it's going to be number one, obviously. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of. I, mean, I guess it's sense. like a why not, right? Like, if you're yeah. thinking about it, it it's right then and there, if you, know, if you know you're going to get it, you might as well just like buy it right then and there. Yeah. So speaking of pre-orders, that gets us to new releases that are coming out this week. And I think Christina has the very first check. We both do, right? Yeah. yeah um, we do. It's called Castaway Paradise. It's coming out on April 29th. It's on sale for $16. Basically, to me, this game looked like Animal Crossing, but if it was like a geometric mobile game. So I'm interested in it. I don't it's an, I'm not going to get it for $16 though. It does not look like a $16 game to me even. It's regularly 20. Uh if it went down to like maybe $12 I would get it. I'm just interested in it. It looks cute. It's it's literally basically everything you can do in Animal Crossing. There's villagers, there's all that jazz. Um Yeah. It is cute. Yeah. I thought it was a mobile game, so I did look it up. There, I, there wasn't a mobile version of this. It looks but, like uh, it though. It looks so it definitely much like looks a mobile game. Mobile-ish. Yeah. Um, but it's cute. It's you know, mm-hmm. it's it's another Animal Crossing, Stardew type farming, farming. sim game, yeah. and you know, uh, sure, if you like that stuff, then this is the game for you. But uh, I guess yeah, that's it's the a only difference. I guess that's the only difference is in Castaway Paradise, you can actually grow food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but I think but. You know, wish list is a fair way of putting this. I yeah. watch it if it gets down into like that half off sale. It may be something I grab if I have nothing else on my ever growing uh, backlog of games. So if mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? I need something. I'm done with Stardew. I'm done Animal Crossing. I'm done with all these kind of games. You know, my time at Porsche, then this is going to be fourth or fifth on the list for me anyway. Yeah, but it gets a check because it doesn't look like a turd. <laughs> So. That's basically how we go through these new releases. Yeah. Is this a turd or isn't this a turd? And it gets a check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the next game I have checked is called Before I Forget, also coming out on the 29th for $8. This is one of those very narrative-driven games. It's a narrative exploration game that examines a world where memories are constantly fading, things get jumbled and confused, the main characters... It always seems very disoriented, and it's because they have dementia. So it's all about kind of learning about that. And I always find those stories really interesting. So I put a check on it. I'll keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, before I forget. 
Well, I didn't forget the next game that I am going to be talking about because it is from our good friends over at North Play, the creators of Conduct Together, um, which is their Switch game. They have other games on mobiles like Conduct This and Conduct AR and Conduct Deluxe, all these different games that are out on mobile or on different desktops. But they do special versions of their games for the Nintendo Switch because they're actual like good games and they want to make them special for the console. So not just a straight port because on console you can do a lot of multiplayer stuff so i reviewed conduct this which was a train not not simulator game but is a train puzzle game that you can do with up to four people which is super duper fun and you're like you know changing tracks and doing all the stuff and picking up people and dropping people off and this week for 15 dollars on the 29th they are releasing fly together which is the follow-up to Fly This, which is their award-winning game on mobile. And it is all about, you guessed it, flying together airplanes. There you go. So it's basically conduct this, but with airplanes. Um, You transport passengers all over the world. And it's really cool because they have it set up to work with the Joy-Cons where you point the Joy-Cons at the screen like the Wiimote back in the day and you draw and you fly your airplanes around. I think it's optional. Obviously, you don't have to do it 100%, but you're flying with motion. You can play by yourself or you can play together. There's also a multiplayer battle mode too that you can optionally do. Um, It's sort of like there's like a hex based game, but you can upgrade your fleet of different planes. Uh, It looks super good. I'm going to put it on my wish list because I know that these games usually go down in price uh, on sale after some time, but you know, wanted to point it out because I enjoyed their last game and, and, and this one also looks like a good one too. So there you go. Yeah. That's, it's funny because I, when I saw this, I said, oh, it's extremely familiar. And I, I had played fly this and I mm. really enjoyed it on mobile. I thought they did a great job. It's, it's one of those mobile games where you can pick it up. You can just have a little bit of fun with it and then you put it down for the next you know ride or wherever you, whatever you're doing. And it's a, it's well done. And it is a different, it is a complicated puzzle game where you're making the paths and try not to crash your planes and stuff. Mm. So this seems like it'd be fun. I, I'm, I'm curious how it'll handle on switch only because the, you know, on top touchscreen it feels so natural mm. so it would be interesting to see how it works on switch assuming you're not using the touchscreen on that and it's a hard sell at 15 for me unless there's a ton that makes it better um because on on mobile it, it i think it's it's free and then you can free. you know in-game purchases of course but mm-hmm. you know free versus 15 you could try it there see if you love it and then get it on switch i suppose that could be a good option yeah that's why at least that they that they did it's a different game. It is, a, you know, a, a game in the same vein, but then there's like a whole, like a whole bunch of more right? because it's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's in general, there's like the, you know, the whole multiplayer aspect of it yeah. and the whole, you know, things. Like, I think that's what they did with the conduct because they have conducted this as well. So mm-hmm. unlike a lot of times when we look up games, like I was looking up, what was it earlier? I was going to look up the super glitch dash. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's just a free game on mobile. But it's like the same game, right? Yeah. Whereas this mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like a almost like a, a, a console optimized version of like a special console version of the game. Like it has its own website. It has its own thing. Right. It's a like completely yeah. different name. So I like that they do that. So it doesn't feel oh, like yeah. oh, it's just the mobile port. So it's, it's kind of nice. They put some love into it. But I agree. Like, I think fifteen dollars a little bit much for me, but I wish it was a demo. And oh, is there not a demo? I wish it was a demo. I always wish there's yeah, a demo. There, I always wish there was a demo. No demo, but it is on my wish list. And like I said, I got conduct this for like you know two bucks or whatever. So I'm sure that they'll 
you know, go up and down on different sales and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, but I, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I, I completely agree with you that when they do something extra mm-hmm. or optimize it for the switch, it doesn't feel like a money grab quite as yeah. much as some of these other ones where, you know, it's a one-to-one to the mobile version. Yeah. And uh, so, yes, it is definitely appreciated when they put some effort into it. Exactly. Um, two more for you real quick. Um, I did check R-Type Final 2. It's a side-scrolling shmup. It's R-Type. Um, Apparently the final was not the final, uh, but there is a demo for this. So I'm going to play the demo and talk about it next week, which is cool. It is $40, which is way too expensive, but it is a, um, you know, it's our type. So they're, they're probably paying for some rights of the R type name, but it does look like it's pretty upgraded with like 3d graphics, side scroller, you know, shmup, uh, in general. So it's a little bit expensive. It is six gigs. So it's a very big game. So if you are into R type, there's that it's on my wish list, but you know, this is more to me like a tw- you know, $20 game. So mm-hmm. can't do that. But the big one this week that only I checked, um, that is also on my wish list. Boom. is the new Pokemon snap. So mm-hmm. it'll work great with my new Instaflix um, <laughs> uh, printer that I can uh, just pre-ordered and got it all ready to go. So I can create my Pokedex right here, snap all those virtual picks and print them off in the real world. <laughs> if you want to go back over to the lentil region, which sounds like, uh, you know, that, that, that to me the lentil region it sounds like a like, like a legume like a soup yeah like a soup <laughs> like, a soup. like a legume uh anyways that's what you're exploring so that's pretty cool um yeah and you can go like you know you, you take photos of the pokemon you do the things you save them and you do the things i wish there was a demo for this one that'd be cool too but i wish mm-hmm. every game had a demo but yeah but i figured we got to talk mm-hmm. about it because pokemon snap is pokemon snap and um yeah it's cute i think it's a, it's a cute game like it's a game that like heather would like uh but you know i don't think it's Sixty dollars, though, worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, I, yeah. This point it seems beautiful, right? Yeah. I mean, Pokemon yeah. Snap. This one, I, I was never a fan of the original Pokemon Snap. So, seeing it come out, the new Pokemon Snap, it doesn't do a lot for me. Who knows? I didn't care for Animal Crossing, and I ended up loving it. So, yeah. after maybe some people are playing, and they're like, "Oh." I don't think the trailers, I haven't seen like the directs do anything for me that makes me interested. They never seem to have more content. It's just like, yeah, it's the same as the old Pokemon Snap. You literally are on rails taking pictures. But if a review comes out or some you know people are streaming it and it looks crazy and there's more depth to it than what it seems like, I, I would go for it. I mean, it's Pokemon and that's cool. And I like taking pictures, but I just what I've seen so far, aside from it being pretty, it just doesn't do a lot for me. It makes me wish that the mainline games were this pretty. I guess that's mm-hmm. a thing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it. And it also makes me think I don't really care about Pokemon other than those mainline games anymore. I just... You know, we've been seeing so much stuff with Pokemon lately that for me, the mainline game is still the only thing that really interests me. Um, mm. I, I I miss and I like the and I wish those were even more complex. I w- I want to have these collecting and these, you know, these the, the strategy and all of that. That's what has always been and has just continue to be my favorite thing about Pokemon and trying to figure out what's the right combination and what's the best Pokemon to use for this battle. And I love that. So anything else like the Pokemon cafe and even Pokemon go and this they're, they're neat and they're Pokemon, but they just don't, they just don't do anything for me. Really? I guess I kind of feel the same way. I I don't know. I mean, it it looks cute. It's just, I'm, I'm probably not going to pick it up. I'll watch people play through it and I'll read some reviews on it, but I probably won't be getting it 
Yeah. I mean, we can reach yeah. out to our friend Becca. I know she's super excited for it. So I'll she's be interested stoked. to see. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested <laughs> to see what she thinks of it and why mm-hmm. she likes it. Maybe, maybe she, her nostalgia for it is different than mine. Um, cause I, she probably played the original. And so there's things like that where maybe certain people had a real connection to it and it just really, you know, fond memories where for me, I was yeah. like, Oh, I don't, this is boring. You know, I don't want to play this again. So we'll I didn't see. Even I'm hear excited. About- I never even heard about po- the original Pokemon Snap until new Pokemon Snap was announced. Mm. Well, so I think it was I definitely no before. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be before like your awareness of that kind of those games. Um, because it, I, I don't remember the exact date, but I know you were saying you were kind of late to that whole Pokemon or Nintendo world. And well, I knew about I, the card games, but the the video games themselves. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, I think Snap wouldn't have really been on probably your radar too much, no. but it would be interesting to see, watch some streams and I'll be mm-hmm. interested to see what you think of it because you have no connection to it. So I'll really be yeah. interested to see what you think of that. But that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. And Mots, you, I scroll way down here and I see a game and I want to know about it. Tell me what you've been playing, Mots. No. Oh, no. okay. No. <laughs> uh, so I've been. Yeah, I've been playing uh, a small little game that I was really excited about a few weeks ago on the pod, which is Say No More. But not Say No More, but Say No More. More. Uh, more. Say No More. Say No More. Uh, so this game is oh, pretty cute. So this game is out on. Um, on the switch is by Thunderful is the publisher uh, of this game. So and is from Studio Fizbin. The entire concept of this game is that it is a on rails narrative driven um, game <laughs> where you say <laughs> no. They call it an NPG, a no playing game. So okay, uh, you know, so you're an intern. So this is how it starts. You're an intern at a mega corporation. And um, the whole thing is that you're only allowed to say yes. And uh, the kind of new manager is kind of kind of an a-hole. And um, you're like not responding and you're with other interns. And you get to your desk, which is behind a vending machine. And there's a cassette tape and a player and you put it on and you enter like this this world, this world where this like kind of like fitness guy uh Basically tells you how to get a new superpower, which is how to say no. And this game is cool. You get to customize your character completely. They're all sort of uh, not they're like they're like, a you know, not Minecraft, but they're like, a you know, upgrade from Roblox, I would say, type of thing. And everyone's, you know, blocky, but has their own personality and, and just quirky. And it's very pixelated and, and things mm-hmm. like that, like 8-bitty. Uh, and. Yeah, you get to you learn how to say no and and you can say no. in I think it's like 20 or 30 different languages and different, different, different things. And uh, and you just walk around. It, it, it's it's a narrative driven. So you can just go through and the only thing you really do is say no. And you have super nose so you can charge up your no and <laughs> super nose. But there's uh, four different no's. There's a fire no, a cold no, a lazy no and a um uh, there's another no that you can have and it doesn't seem like the the no's or how you say the no's have any real impact um, I played for about an hour and a half last night with Heather um, we sat down and just kind of like jammed through it uh, so it's really funny and quirky and the whole thing is that like the manager that you get on the first day like steals your lunchbox and you're just wow. all mad so you're trying to get back your lunchbox and jerk 
Yeah, but you're also at, at some point you're like teaching other people how to say no. But there's really only <laughs> like one button that you need to know, which is like A, and that's how you say no. So you're on Rails, it moves automatically. The left stick lets you laugh at people. You can like nod and you can taunt them basically, and that's how you charge up your super no meter. And uh, then you can change with the up, down, left, right, um, your different no's. So it's super cute. The thing is with this game is you could just go through and just like jam on the A button and say no, 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 no. But when you get up to somebody and they're like, make me a coffee or whatever, and you, and you could just say no, but there's a little meter that sort of shrinks. And if you just sort of get closer to the end, like a whole story narrative kind of comes out, especially when you're in boss battles and you're there's this whole little one segment where it's like this you know, um, game show almost that you're, you're the, 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 the CEO is trying to make everyone say yes, but you're like, no, but if you, if you just jam on no, which is how you could get through the game, you miss out on the story aspect, which is like tons and tons of dialogue. Like there's just so much dialogue and it's, it's hilarious. And we're just like pretty laughing pretty hard. Um, I gotta say, uh, it's cute. It's fun. I will say that in levels two and three, there was, especially level two, there was like significant slowdown and pausing. Um, I don't know if my switch was going through something at the time. Uh, I don't think so. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, I know that Fortnite had updated, but I'm, I knew that it was done updating by the time that this has happened. We even tried to reset the game. Like we stopped the game, closed the game, reopened the game, and we still saw some slowdown, but oh, yeah, it was like really weird, like like freezing. You say no, you would like you know go to say no, and the nose would, and it would like freeze in the middle of the screen. But like, I, I don't know, it was really weird. Uh, so maybe it's just a Unity bug that that they had. Did you select? Did you accidentally select the cold no? No, no. And it froze the game. No, the it lazy froze. no, no. no. <laughs> um, so uh, it, it's cute. It's really funny. Uh, you can say yes. There is a time that we well, actually you don't say yes. <gasps> you just don't say anything. And they people assume that that's a yes. So mm. there oh. is there's one part where Heather was there's like a group of your colleagues and you're supposed to like be teaching them or go, to go out to lunch. And she just hit no for like, like three minutes. And um, I was like, I think you got to let it expire and say yes. And then she's like, OK, I'm done with this game. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, it, it, it's pretty fun. It's it's a quirky game. I don't uh, I don't know how much uh, how much it is now. I'd have to look, we'll look it up on incognito. Let me see here. Um, the slowdown did go away. So I don't know if it was just like a weird bug on my switch or something else. I don't know, but it is $15. It's a little bit, a little bit much. Um, it is very cute, uh, in general. So if it goes on sale, it would definitely be worth it, uh, for like, I don't know, five bucks or something. Cause it is really funny, like mm -hmm. legitimately funny game. And it's a game that anybody can play because you can't lose like in general, like you just can't. Um, so if you're into that type of game, uh, it does remind me of, See, it reminds me of Untitled Goose Game, but at the same time, it doesn't because um, I thought it was going to be more you walking around. But like I said, it's on rails, so you don't move your character at all. It just moves and they walk really funny and make different funny noises. So it is quite entertaining, um, but there's not like a checklist of things for you to do. So like you're moving and progressing through the different chapters as you work your way up, um, because like every time every time you go through a stage, it's like a different manager or supervisor or CEO like takes your lunchbox and like you, you take their job basically because you defeat them and like they're weak. And then the, the next person like, you know, fires them and like gives them their, you get their job It's, it's quirky. It's funny. Mm -hmm. um, I'm enjoying it obviously, as you can tell. 
So besides the weird slowdown parts, I give it a, a thumbs up. Um, I like the style, like the we talked about, like the game style. It's kind of cool that almost all of the characters in the game are like um, non-binary in a way too. like, you know, different roles, like they're all quirky and like dressed different. Uh, we we kind of enjoy that where, you know, um, just playing through it and, and the visuals was very colorful. Um, so that was kind of kind of nice. So anyways, there you go. Say no more. Sweet. Do you have a do you have a number out of five for us? Yeah, like a four, like cool. a nine, oh, like a okay. nine. I would say nine, <laughs> nine out of five, nine out of five. <laughs> um, uh, I would say like yeah, like a like a three point five or a four. Um, okay, I, if, especially if it was cheaper. Like if you got it for five bucks, then it would be a higher on there. But gotcha. Yeah, it's good. We got a sense. we got a we got a game code, so I didn't pay for this. So thanks to Thunderful and um, Studio Fizzbin for the for the code. Um, so we appreciate that. But yeah. It's fun. It, it's quirky. I like it. So cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now, what do you got, Christina? Um, I also have a little bit of a mini game review this week. Uh, last Sunday, I streamed Potion Party. Uh, we also got a game code for that. So thank you, Potion Party people. Um, I played the single single player because it's only couch co-op, unfortunately, and I don't have anybody here to play it with besides Gladys, but my cat doesn't have opposable thumbs. So I thought you were going to um, say you don't have a couch. I don't no, have a couch. I have, a couch. So. I have a couch. <laughs> <laughs> I have the couch to play couch co-op, just not the other co-op person. Um, it's a lot like Overcooked. So basically, there's people who will come into your shop and you have to make potions for them. But the nice thing is they don't only come like one at a time. So you're not getting bombarded with a whole ton of potions all at once. And uh, the customers will wait for a limited time. And each level there's a new challenge so each level you'll get like a new thing will pop up there's thieves that will show up and they'll steal ingredients and even take the beakers right out of your hand and then they'll disappear (laughs) uh ghosts can uh cause your controls to reverse so if you don't get out of their way soon enough your controls will completely flip and there's blobs that will show up and they just slow you down and the, the thing about the blobs is once they're there they never leave so you just kind of have this obstacle that you have to deal with Uh, Every level, whether you accomplish the goal or not of that level, you still get gold, which is super nice because you can buy power-ups along the way. So you can get more tables, another mortar and pestle. Um, You can get items that will decrease the challenges from showing up. So it'll like decrease the spawn rate of thieves or ghosts or blob spawning. Um, You can also buy new characters that have special abilities and you can level them up. So say you buy a character that will allow your plants to grow 10% faster. You can level them up to make your plants grow 20% faster and and so on and so forth. Um, But there isn't any story or anything like that. It's literally just you go in and make potions and make money. Um, And so I played it for about three hours and it was fun. It definitely seems like it would be fun as a party game. If you're playing with more people by yourself around the three hour mark, you're like, okay, I'm kind of losing interest. But it seems like it's pretty well made for the price. It's like ten to fifteen dollar range. I don't know the price off the top of my head right now. Um, like I said, we got a code, but it's definitely on the lower end of that. Um, I found the character a little hard to control. So, for example, if you want to put something in the mortar and pestle, if you want to put like a fruit or whatever it is in the mortar and pestle, you have to actually be like pointing your uh, joystick towards it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is when you do that, you're like running against the table. So the character will like move up and down. And so if you move up, then you're not even facing the mortar and pestle anymore. And you throw the thing on the ground and you squash it. So you basically destroy it. I broke so many be- beakers while I was playing doing that. 
It was so annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> there also isn't really much of a tutorial. So a lot of stuff you just happen to figure out. So for example, the thieves, if you splash water in them, they'll go away. I accidentally figured that out. The game didn't tell me that. So that was kind of, I feel like that would have been nice to know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times too, there will be like a little pop-up for a second on the screen, but it's not there long enough. So say for example, you have to make a black potion, but the first customer you get, the level is making a black potion, but the first customer you get asks for a red potion. So it's like, okay, well, how do I make a black potion? You don't need to know that until later. So by the time you actually do get somebody who needs a black potion, the tutorial thing to show you how to do it is gone. So it just that feels like it could have used a little more thought. And also there would be like pop ups later, like way later after you needed the information, it would show you how to do something. So it's just the whole tutorial system is kind of messed up. Hmm. But other than those items, uh, I thought it was fun. It seems like it's pretty good for the price it is. So I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Nice. That's yeah, not it's a too decent bad. Game. Yeah, it's, it's decent. It's good. Nice. Um, I, I would say that it would be interesting to see how that changes based on the multiplayer. But I'm sure maybe when I see my sister next week and we'll try to play because I think we would actually enjoy this more than Overcooked. Overcooked, there's a lot of stuff happening, but I feel like this is a lot more manageable. Okay, the pacing is easier, you think? Yeah, it's definitely not as fast paced. Um, and it's kind of like you can stre- you can choose to stress out if you want to, or you can just focus. Yeah. So it, it, I would say it's easier than Overcooked. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm also playing Bioshock on Twitch. That's what I streamed yesterday. I'm going to stream it more today. I love that game so much. <laughs> it was funny because as soon as I started hearing the sounds for Bioshock, I was getting like emotional because I was so excited to start playing it again. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I, was, for- I watched a little bit of it, but I, I want to play it again. So I, I was like, yeah. I, I know the game. Obviously, I played the game, but I, I, I was like watching a little bit of it. And I had the same feeling where I was like, oh, man, I had such a such fond memories of that game. There's There's yeah. a handful of games that really just do it for you. And that's one of them. There, it's so funny because I remember the first time I played, there were like, of course, little glitches. It's an older game. They did the best they could. But the remastered version, it just looks so great. And it's funny because people in the stream were even saying it looks better than it did when it was on 360. Oh, yeah. It looks, it looks <laughs> and fantastic. It looks amazing. Yeah. There was one part, though, where you're in this room and like it'll fog up and then like a splicer will pop up. And I was... <laughs> The fog came down, and then when it went away, I was facing a wall, and I turned around, and there's a splicer right behind me, staring right at me, and I jumped. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> but um, other than that, I've just been playing Wingspan because it's such a low key, it's such a just well well done game. So nice. That, that's what I've been up to this week. <laughs> Great. I, I I did see. I know you had, somebody had clipped that uh, scare and. With Bioshock, I, I, I always used to get scared <laughs> with the the baby. There was a there's a part where there's like a baby in a baby carriage, and you hear the crying. And I remember the first time I played oh. that, always that spooked me because it was like a trap. So it was yeah. There's a lot of very eerie. It's there's not a it's not a like horror that. game, but it, there's a lot of eerie, environmental, atmospheric. Uh, yeah, the the ambiance of it is is spooky, yeah. and that's if mm-hmm. you, everybody I'm sure has played it or seen the game. But if you have not, you definitely should check it out because it's a great one. Yeah. Uh, and as far as me, I'm not doing anything crazy this week. I've been kind of busy with other work, so. It, Witcher 3, Stardew Valley, the usual uh, suspects. I've been Yush. playing those. Yep, the huge. Yeah. Witcher 3, I have beat all of the expansions. Um, and I am now up 
like working my way through the rest of the main line. I know I'm in the final act of the game, I guess, but mm. that final act could be another 40 hours. I have no idea, but <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it still to this to this day after 200 and some hours into the game. Um, just phenomenal. But yeah, that's, that's the me. final act be like one whole third of the game. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it is, but you know, you're kind of prepping for the final battle. And then of course there's little things that still pop up and you could still do some side quests and, and depending, I mean, there's, there's parts in the different worlds that are still unexplored if I wanted to go and do, you mm-hmm. know, more side quests, but I, I think I've done enough. You know what I mean? I don't feel a need to go and find every little thing in this game. That's never been, I've never done that with a lot of games like Tomb Raider is the same way where, you know, you could go wander around for, or, or Zelda is a good example where you could go and try to find all the seeds. And I just don't, I don't get satisfaction out of doing that. So uh, that that's one of those things in Witcher where I just, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need another pouch of gold or, mm-hmm. you know, I've got pretty much the best armor. I've got pretty much the best weapons. Um, and I think, I think I'm pretty indestructible as it is. I, I'm okay. Did you see uh, girlfriend reviews of The Witcher 3? I believe so. It's really funny because she was saying that when she was watching her boyfriend play, she thought, okay, he's doing this one quest and it's only going to take him this long. And she's like, it took him 10 hours because he kept getting distracted by all the side quests. (laughs) Yeah, that's how the game is. I think if you just did the mainline quest, it'd probably be like a 30 hour game. But you just there's so much to do. You know, there's like a 300 hour game now. Yeah, there's just so much to do. I mean, you could spend 100 hours just playing Gwent. If if not more, and uh, <laughs> and and that's that's part of the game. It's Which that's what makes done. it like a real you know experience. You you can mm-hmm. get into the role and pretend you're the character because there's so many things. You'll be on your way from point A to B, and along the way, somebody flags you down because they have a problem, and that brings you on a ten hour side quest because they just you happen to pass this random person that had a monster issue, and you're like, oh yeah, no, not a problem. I'll help you, and it just opens up this whole pathway of different things Mm -hmm. so i think that's exciting and that's fun you know the other day i was playing it and i saw that there was a mountaintop on fire and i'm like what the heck is that i don't remember that being there and (laughs) wandered up and i could get to the fire so it was just like oh this is neat you know there's like just things Mm -hmm. you can do and you can see and explore and 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 just really spend your time and kind of be immersed in it and that's one of the main reasons i take my time in this game is because you can rush through it and just be done and check it off the list, or it can be an actual good uh, experience. And and I think with all of the games I have to play, I don't want to rush these kinds of games because these are the games that I love. So I've been making sure to really just like wander the street and look in different alleyways and just not, I'm not even doing anything. I'm just walking. And it's just like you know, GTA is like that too, where you're not necessarily doing something. You're just enjoying the atmosphere in the world that was created and all of these weird little intricate things that are there that have no impact on the game, but they're just there for your own enjoyment. And uh, mm-hmm. that that's what makes me love it even more. Sounds like a great game. <laughs> it is. You, you should borrow it after I'm done and just, and just play it. I, I think, think you I would really to. like it. I think yeah. I want to. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, well, that's what I'll do when I'm done so with I'll it. I'll get it hand in it off. about five years. Yep, in about five years. <laughs> Witcher Four will be out, and you can play yep. Witcher Three. <laughs> They'll finish the TV or the Netflix series before yeah, you yeah. get to play the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. That's going to do it. I think for this week. Anything else from you two? Nope, nope. That's it for me. 
Right, cool. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And don't forget to check us out every single week on Twitch.tv slash Nintendo Dispatch. Just go to NintendoDispatch.com for all the latest and greatest episodes. That's going to do for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. Dispatch.